popping for my brain, that's all right. And nine times out of ten, I think violent. So, that's why you get what you get from me, bro. You're a piece of shit, man. I'm just a good father and husband, bro. Otherwise, you're a piece of shit, so. You know, I don't mind being a piece of shit. My family love me. Fuck everybody else. My name is Bernadette P. Yeah, I'm thugging for show. I'm the wife of Sean P. They was like, yeah, I know. They said, just fit to the beat. I was like, here I go. They were surprised I be rapping, said they like how I flow. They said, we know you boot camp. Yeah, we know what they bout. You sure this beat is good for you? I told them, let it play out. I'ma show you niggas that I learn around from the ground up. And when you hear the microphone burn, turn the sound up. This is an open letter for whoever don't know no better. Questioning my loyalty, cause all y'all see is cheddar. I made his last album, I put that shit together. Hold it down like beef for Sean P. Y'all can never. This is an open letter for whoever. Yo, yo, welcome back, welcome back. Another special episode. This was gonna be a special one because we got another female on here. We got Bernadette Price here. Nice to meet y'all. Absolutely. <laughs> Trials and Tribulations is a podcast designed to go into people's stories from childhood to presently reflect and share stories that they can recall and things to help them get through the struggles of where we are right now. Every successful person always has a story. Some is in the behind the scenes of things, some are in the limelight of it. And uh, with this one, this is a unique one, so I'd like to bring to you right now, Bernadette. Peace, peace, peace. You were born and raised where? Right here in Brownsville, Brooklyn. That's where we're at presently. And we're thankful that she allowed us to welcome her into her house. <laughs> we in the kitchen. Hey, whipping it up, whipping it up. Smelling great, too. <laughs> so what was your childhood like? Um, You know, I come from a single parent home. I was raised on my mom, my sisters, and my brother. Okay. Going through school, how was that like? You know, being the oldest of three younger siblings, it was kind of hard. You know, being, um, you responsible. Mm. <laughs> Getting them to school, from school. So being a single family, you, you liked a parent, correct? Yes. You can say that. <laughs> do, you, do you think that played a role as you're in your upbringing? Definitely. Definitely, you know, you, you learn um, how to be responsible early. And so that just carries out, you know, because if the other ones under you mess up, it's your fault. <laughs> Nobody want that. So from what you recall, how were you in school? Were you motivated? Were you educated driven? Yeah, I was educated driven, motivated, um, gym. Um, I was into everything, <laughs> everything. Literally, Sport. track team, um, double dutch, skating. So you never had no difficulties? Mm-mm. You're pretty well liked. I was a good kid, you know, friendly, um, funny. Um, wasn't a troublemaker, didn't like trouble. Um, <laughs> very driven to education and things. Nice. So now, speed things up a little bit. Say about high school now. Hmm. What were your ventures like then? Oh, high school was hard. <laughs> Why do you say that? Um, you know, it was just the meeting of different people. Some people were friendly, some people weren't, you know. 
They laugh at you if you ain't got the latest this on, latest that. You know, like I said, my mother was a single parent, so we couldn't afford the things that everybody else was wearing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It makes it a little hard. But, but you, you know, you still, you still got up every day and did what and, you had to do, right? Mm-hmm. Uh -huh. I, you know, was a troubled child after a while. You know, um, my mom put me at boot camp. Did that, came out, and started working for the city. Did you learn anything from there? They teach you discipline. Mm. I had discipline. I just, you know, when you always, when you're the oldest. You look to be, um, can't make no mistakes. You gotta pave, to you gotta pave the way. <laughs> pave the way and lead by example. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that alone is like, uh. Did, did your obstacles along those times of trying to be perfect and lead the way, you know, did, how did that reflect on you? Were all your T's crossed and all your I's dotted? Mm -hmm. uh, somewhat. <laughs> yeah. Somewhat, it was a struggle, you know, trying to figure out where to go in life and um, basically wanting to be able to take care of yourself and um, be a good woman and not be like other females were. Um, that was basically the whole, um, I got pregnant when I was 20, gave birth 21. I worked for the city. I did that for 20 years. So when, when, around that time, that was a lot of big hip hop going on, correct? Oh yeah. What did you I was, I was, I was in the clubs. <laughs> what was your favorite um, jam at that time? Mm, I was listening to Redman. Redman, Method Man. Then boot camp came along. <laughs> Start at the beginning. <laughs> you hold the last name Price, correct? Yes. Now, when did when did all that come about? I know. I met Sean um, when I was thirteen. He used to hang in my building. He also come from Brownsville Projects. Okay. Um. Childhood you know, love. childhood, yeah, we, you know, was laughing, kiki, and he was a jokester. Um, fast forward, you know, he was rapping, he would rap to me. I'd be like, oh, that's dope. He'd be like, uh, you don't like it, you don't like it. I'd be like, yeah, you good, you good. <laughs> He'd be like, so if I blow up, you gonna still be with me? I was like, you gonna leave me in the dust. <laughs> <laughs> and we laughed about it. Um, we would just hang out, and that was like my best friend. What? And, and, and eventually, what did it? Met the man, dropped to Cal. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <boom, boom>. <laughs> <laughs> And you know what's funny? I tell Met this story, and he just laughed. Um, so I wanted to hear Takao. Sean had Takao. I went to the house to listen to Takao. And it was over from there. Ooh, <laughs> <my God>. <laughs> Baby came. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> he 
If you add up the math, my son was born July 16th. Great down to the okay. Uh-huh. 1995. I'm in 95, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it's from November. It's from November. <laughs> no, yeah, no, it's from November. 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 Yeah, because once, um, you know, people started to become aware of what he was doing, things changed. Because, you know, you young and you hype, everybody flocking to you and the girls and the women you always wanted, you know, go through that stage. So that was like a rough patch for us. So we wound up separating for four years. I was like, mm-mm-mm. <laughs> you know, um, when you're young, yeah, yeah, anxiety, yeah, everything is just like, raw, I'll kill everybody. Because mm-hmm. you're young and you're in love. So you got to step away. You got to ride in that wave, <laughs> yeah. Got to step away, let him be, let him bump his head a few times. and I mean, what is that like from the outside looking in? You know, and it's hard for... A person to go through that and experience, you know, such experience on that terms, you know, such as that fame coming and the limelight. But we a lot of a lot of these stories don't get touched based on on the asset of mm-hmm. the right. other side, you know. So yeah, because I don't know, people play blind to these men who are in the music. Um, they play blind to knowing that there is someone strong holding them down. You know, um, I guess it's just the facade of it. Um, you, you, you're young. You're like, oh, she want me. She want me. These are girls you always wanted. So you gonna drift off and bump your head a few times. It's just how strong is she willing to stand to stay? And you hold on for four years. You said right. I disappeared. Well, but you, but I'm saying, you still you disappeared, but you still. I was still involved, but I, you know, I wasn't his girl. I was his kid mother. How did you guys unite back? Well, I had a kid in between of the breakup, um, and he. I guess you know you wake up and realize I could lose this person for good, and. Um, you you grow up and you understand that I have to be a stable man, a committed man, and I want to make her an honest woman because it's growth. Um, I think more so he had to fall because he did fall. You know, um, the music wasn't doing so great around that time, and you know he was asked out at the time, and. Me loving him unconditionally. Let's go. Bring your ass on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Picked him back up. Motivated mm-hmm. him. Yeah. Very much. Not a lot of females can do that. No, because see, these days and times, these women are so quick to run away. Not understanding that men go through a lot of things too. Not saying that it's right. That they do what they do. 
Um, but the it's a war. It's war. You gotta get it how you can, and sometimes people gotta fall victim to the game. And if you're not a strong person, you're gonna walk away. Mm, that's deep. And so they were looking at, oh, she's stupid, or he playing, or he, and I'm like, whatever. But in the end, I won. Mm. That's deep. <laughs> I mean, just, just, just alone being able to face, you know, I mean, all that. All that flask of you know you got played and this and you come back and that, that that's that's but that's i was always close to sean's family we even though we split up or whatever i've always been close to them um they loved me you know and they embraced me whether we so together how long were you guys together prior to that i don't mean to cut you off mm, let's see my son is 27. So, so you're involved in the family deep, so your roots, oh, were, yeah. your roots were embedded. Oh, yeah, and and I was able to understand him because I was embedded in the family deep, knowing his upbringing and the things he had to go through growing up, you know, a lot of loss. And... Did you did you receive more, more help from his family and everything, knowing the, the breakup and how that all fell out after that? Yeah. Like, they... They, they... still, they still remain who they were to me. That mm -hmm. didn't change. You know, they knew that it was him <laughs> who had to grow up. Mm. So they still supported you wholeheartedly. That's good. That's good. I still love him to this day. From what you recall, what would you say three of the biggest jewels that he ever dropped on you that ever would stick out? From one, <laughs> two, three. Well, he didn't have to drop no jewels on me. I was the one dropping the jewels on him. <laughs> because you know like I said he come from a lot um it's not like he wasn't raised properly he was you know um dealing with his mom being you know drug addict and all those type of things it, it messes with a child's mind dysfunction right and so you gotta instill to them what they kind of lost to let them know that it's okay. It's okay. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I wasn't going to turn my back. So you, you made a statement just now. You said that you dropped the jewels on him. I just got to ask. With that being said, <laughs> do you ever ghost right for him? No. Okay. I just, had, I just had to ask. I mean, you dropped the jewels. I just had to ask. No, when I say jewels on him, like, he was a very smart guy. He was, he was smart. That boy knew the dictionary from front to back. He played chess very well in life. Very well. What he always used to say to me was, in this game, you got to play dumb. You got to say the dumbest shit, the most ignorant shit, because if I speak from a term of my brain, they're not going to understand. Mm. Enter that different dimension. Enter that different dimension, huh, Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So he'd be like, it's hard to be a dummy <laughs> because he was so smart. Mm. Now, earlier you made a comment before we, when we were starting this and you, you said that you always was never up front and in, in the forefront of everything. You always stayed back and, mm -hmm. and you watched and you learned. And you played. But I love hip hop from day one. It, it, it's before him. 
It had nothing to do with him. I was so what drives you to that back in the day? Hmm? Who was your favorite artist then? You said Red and Method? Red Man, Method Man. Um, Rod Digger, I love her. Um, I ain't have too many, but I, I I like everybody. It's just certain people I just... Yes. <laughs> Breaking presently to the past, what's your opinion on hip-hop now? <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Shit, it's crazy. I don't answer to that. <laughs> what's the answer to that? Uh, it's depending on the kind of rapping you're doing. Sometimes it's BS, sometimes it's actual real and actual, you know, true stuff. Like, you can't just be talking about how you're going to kill somebody and, and shoot it and all of that all the whole time when people want to know what you're, what you're doing. And, mm. like, know about, like, oh, what, what's her story? What's her behind the story? What's, what is she thinking about it? And, like, what's her opinion on it? So the answer is BS and cool stuff, you know? Mm, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, and yeah. she's only 12. <laughs> Oh, yes. oh my goodness. Turns 18, guys. Birthday. <laughs> He's got your hands for a moment. March 18th, my birthday. Oh, yes, I do. Yes. <laughs> She's definitely... Yeah. So, let's a little elaborate on that. How's... how's Seeing all that, you know, and, I mean... The stuff since we've been here is just enlightening from what she has shared. And by the way, anybody, make sure you support, like I said, you know. <laughs> she definitely got, you know, some, some wisdom she behind She a hustler. She's, She's definitely gonna like be a market. She, mm-hmm. the definitely. Whole, the whole the whole team had to buy bracelets. Yes, yes. <laughs> we came and got icy real quick. Ice, icy by Sean. You know what I mean? Ice by Chrissy. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Nice, nice. You know, so like I was saying, um, yeah. You know, I was quiet while with him because I didn't have to speak. That was for him to do. I spoke, you know, hey, that's it. He used to be like, come on stage. I'd be like, nope. <laughs> now, when you guys reunited, how did how, how was your trust at that time? I mean, I know it was very eggshell. Oh, trust me, it was very eggshell How long would you say that really to convince you that it was... Or was it just always actually? <laughs> it was always actually. He just accepted as it came, you know. Yeah. Okay. I love deep. I mean, you know, like I said, I love them unconditionally. Mm-hmm. Hard to the success, right? Yeah. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> you had to love them unconditionally, because if you loved on conditions, it would never work. Hmm. I didn't stipulate them. I didn't stop him from, you know, progressing in what he needed as long as he was there doing it. So, I'm sure you experienced a lot of absences, you know what I mean? Because you, you're on the road with music and... Yeah, man, he would, you know, make it his best to call. Um, what we had back then, it wasn't no FaceTime. Pages. <laughs> no, the video thing on the, on the laptop. AOL, instant messenger AOL. Ah, oh, okay, okay, okay. That's what we had. <laughs> okay, okay. And uh, Skype, Skype. That's what we had. <laughs> nice, nice. Oh, I remember Skype. I remember mm-hmm. Skype. Mm-hmm. That was more after. AOL. So yeah. he'd be like, he'll text me and say, 
my, you know, it goes to the email. He'd be like, hey, I'm here. Let me go try to turn the Wi-Fi on and get some time so I could call you. Oh, and trust me, if he didn't call, it was a problem. Now, you a thousand million miles away. I guess I'm supposed to be nice and be glad to speak to you. Hell no, not me. <laughs> you let him hear what well. You let him have it? You got that right. Every conversation. Absolutely right. If you say you I was busy, call, I was busy, and you didn't call because you know the time frame. Yeah, I had to set my clock to stay up so I don't miss his call. <laughs> but if you did, then you then you the butt mug. <laughs> oh mm-hmm. man. Mhm. Mhm. But you know what's funny is I got to experience going overseas on my own. I was very grateful for that, and um, so I got to see my choice or. <laughs> Yeah, they they, you, um, they wanted me and Rock to come out and do a Sean Price um tribute tour in yeah. Europe, cause you know that's where he was gonna get to see me, other than you know, and so I was like, okay, this is really it, I'm gonna do this. Um, before Sean, I never been on the plane. Mm. I wouldn't get on the plane. He tried to take me on the plane. I wouldn't get on the plane, but after he died, Nas had something at South by Southwest and wanted us there in Texas. And that was my first plane ride. My next plane ride was the tribute tour. So I got to experience it all. (laughs) What's it been like? (laughs) Role rehearsal. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Roll reversal, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is this is very uh <laughs> we're making it work. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not all talk. Go ahead. <laughs> you already know that. <laughs> That's dope. That's dope. What's it been like to carry continuous continue carrying this man's legacy on? <sighs> it it's been um goodness. In the beginning it was hell. Um, you know, having to deal with different people and all of those things. But now, um, of course, it's lessened up. You know, time went by that he's passed. So everything is like sewn down and becoming quiet. No, you released a song, correct? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Can you elaborate on that? Which one? Um, open Letter? The Open Letter. Yes. My guy right here hooked me up with that dope beat. I just couldn't help but to let my feelings flow. Mm. Was that the first time you ever you ever got on the mic and really um, expressing yourself? Yes. You know, other than me um, doing shows and doing his songs. Yes, that's the only. What was that like? What gravitated you towards that beat and those lyrics and just opening up? I don't know. It just, it's just, you know, it's a feeling you get sometimes when you hear certain beats and your mind, for some reason, my mind just was bobbling. I came up with it. I hit him up. <laughs> I'm 80 with them fire beats. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's the biggest joy of my career still. I love it. Mm. I'm serious. Thank That's you. the most honorable 
collaboration ever I ever had. So thank you again. They'd be like, oh, it's a sad <laughs> song. And I'd be like, no, it's just me expressing myself and letting you know that I'm here. On behalf of him. <laughs> and I'm going to do what I can to keep him alive. Now, do you, do you think you uh, experienced any type of healing after that song? Um, you know, my, I'm, it's up and down. You know, one minute you feel good, next minute you're crying and all over the place. Mm -hmm. So it comes and it goes. It's just something you'll never get past, really, because it's not like, you know, we was on bad terms or you're getting a divorce or I hate him or we were separated. We were still together. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I woke up and he didn't. So that shook the whole foundation, like. So you never, you know, forget it and just deal with it. Like, you know, not saying pain don't never go away. It's forever. We just learn how to gravitate and move through it because that's all you could do. What's some of your coping mechanisms that you do? Mm, I don't really have any. Just go, continue. I just go. <laughs> I don't really have none. You know, in the beginning, you're drinking yourself to death. You're smoking. You're trying to fog your mind out. You're not sleeping. You can't sleep. you up. So I went through that for like maybe three years straight. Mm. You know, I sat in my room. You know, but even between there, I was still moving around, going to the studio, going here, going there. And I would cry while I was putting the albums together. Would you say that was the darkest time you? In my life, ever. Mm. Ever. I mean, besides me losing my little brother, I had a little brother. He got murdered when he was 18. So that was the first one. And then losing him was the second biggest. So, but, you know, got to keep moving, right? Absolutely. Nothing stops, you know. Mm -hmm. We all have a journey that we have to continue on. And Yep. And Sean always, man, he said, man, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. We're going to die from something. So you might as well enjoy yourself. That's it. <laughs> oh, man. That's it. Yeah, right? I mean, we only have opportunities, you know, as they come. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's why I tell people, you know, don't waste nobody's time. Because we don't have time. Time is not on nobody's side. First of all, I'm 47. A lot of these people is already past 40. And they still running out here like they 20s. And time is just going. Kids is growing up. What you gonna do? Run like a little child till you can't? That's your whole life passing you by. Cause in the end, your loved one gonna be there for you. Everybody else gonna keep moving. Yeah. They're gonna go their own ways. They ain't even gonna call you no more. <laughs> Sad but true. Once that pot runs empty. Once they run empty. Once there's nothing to, you know. So you you've actually witnessed that, you know, when when the success is gone. Everybody else disappears, except for maybe one or two. Yeah, I mean, it's still those that, um, you know, the boot camp family, those the, the bros, mm -hmm. they're going to always be there. Um, they come from the same neighborhood with me and Pete, you know, so that's why we said we are, we're a family because everybody grew up together right there. My sisters, they little brothers, and me and Pete and all of us, Smith and Wesson, not 
tech, but still, you know, he's from Brownsville. So, we all knew each other. Now, would you say that your husband was underrated? Not, not. Of you know. course, he was underrated. <laughs> yes. Um, you know, people say, oh, why do people um, give them their flowers after they're gone? I had to struggle with that too. But I come to realize that when you leave here, your spirit, it goes. It touches wherever it needs to touch, and that brings the love. So even if you never met them, and they of, you know, the essence of, they can still, and so you got people crying over people they never even met. Sorry, Harry, showing <laughs> the Imperial Oatmeal Stout Cup. Yes. <laughs> we're, we're making it work, we're making it nice. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, sorry. <laughs> so you know um, and then sometimes like everybody don't know a person until they pass because then they talked about everywhere the reflection is being brought yeah like certain websites and certain news sites they never spoke of my husband but when he died they all had it up there so you feel as though he should got his father's way before him. Of course. That was his, he, he was striving to. I mean, he was in the area of what, like big in the run, like a little after? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was, I mean, that was a very competitive, you know what I mean, era. I mean, that's. Very, but he aced that motherfucker like no other. Mm. With the aces in his and pocket. And he did a lot more work than others, which was, you know, it's just crazy. I guess it's whoever got the most money. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's sad but true. It really. I mean, we live in a corporate world, and it's not about um, really lyrics no more. It's about no. who got that bread. I mean, most most people, you know, what I mean, their ghostwriters is the ones that's making all of them stuff. You know, what I mean, they to actually go and experience it. Not, not a lot of these rappers can even experience. It. I mean, we're talking about present day now. Mm-hmm. You know, they they just getting ooh ah. You know, what I mean, and they one and done. Ain't nobody been around a long time yet. Right. <laughs> I mean, look at all the legends that are evolving now again. You know what I mean? Look at the come up that they they, they booming out of. Mm-hmm. You know? It's sickening. I mean, it's... <laughs> see, there's, there's a difference between that era and the era that we live in now. That era knows what has to be done is going to do it. You know what I mean? They're not going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. The era that we live in now, you know, glamorized, you know, it's one and done. Send them on their way. Yeah. Um. You know, our era was more like stories um it didn't matter then if they lived it or not we didn't know we just was like this is a good fucking story so now in this day and age (laughs) when you tell your story regardless if it's the truth or a lie but if your ass is lying we want to see the truth so now you got them bringing out their guns mm-hmm. and shooting and killing to make a story. Believable. They're not realizing what they're doing. You telling them to go out there, oh, you can't rap about that because you ain't about that life. Mm-hmm. Now they're going to put the gun up, take a body, 
So now I'm about that life. Yeah, I'm doing 25, but I'll be home and I'm going to come out and rap again. And I could say, I really caught a body. But when you tell these kids that they can't create the only way they know how, oh, you got to live by that story. Everybody don't live by that story, but everybody's telling one. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's. You know that, B. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't, you know, creativity is creativity. However you do it, if it works, it works. I don't care what you rapping about. You know what I mean? We know real lyrics. We had our time, yes. Because when Sean and all of them came up and I was listening to them, my mother was like, what the hell is that? Don't they know how to rap without cussing? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so this day, grandma, she'd be like, don't be confused with that stuff. Every other word, right? Yeah, she's, I mean, it's just because she's trying to, you know, make me be in a good mindset as a kid and know how to invest and know how to do um, other things as so as my mom is also teaching me and how to be a good person. But it's like, you can't not look like you. <laughs> how do I say this? Like, where you're at, you can't just like not get like not be able to not listen to the music that's outside of the world. Like, you're gonna hear music everywhere you go. We're in Brooklyn, we're in Brownsville. It's gonna be music. All the people with bikes and everything. Like, it's just you know you're gonna hear different types of music that you're gonna like. But at the same time, you can't just be talking about guns and you're not even about that life. That's her opinion, right? <laughs> but I also let listen. This is why they're all. Shooting each other. That's their mindset. You talk about the gun, thing. you better have the gun. And you better bust the gun. It's crazy. And a lot of them, you know what I mean, had parents that are younger as well. So they didn't get that. Yeah, a lot of that. They didn't get the guidance that they really needed. So. And they don't want it either. That's the difference. You can get it, but you don't want it. Applying is different. Because these kids think they know everything. You can't tell them nothing. They don't respect the elders. And I know why part of the reason they don't respect the elders. Because the elders is out here doing what the kids is doing. How I'm going to look up to you and you smoking a blunt with me. How I'm going to look up to you and you passing me the liquor. Or you buying the dope or the coke from me. To me, you an addict. I'm selling to you. Why should I respect you? That's why they don't have no respect. Too busy trying to be their friend. Misguided. Instead of being their parent. My son is 27. I've never smoked a blunt with him. And he smokes. But I never did it with him. Because you ain't never going to get the chance to think you can just whatever in front of me. Right, right, right. There's a respect level. You always got to have that line. The line gets broken and anything else is all. I have good boys. They not into the streets. You know, I try to. But these kids out here is on demon time, so. <laughs> How was that? How was that orchestrating, you know, being a parent, you know, a lot of it's single because he's on the road to, to demonstrate positive, positive things to do and stuff. How, how did you go about that? I mean, especially with the, you're in the industry that, you know what I mean? It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's like, 
you, they're, they're, this is what they're seeing. So you, as a mother, mm-hmm. trying to display that to your, your your kids, how was that? Well, it's hard for me. I like to show them examples. You know, I know a lot of people. Sean knew a lot of people. A lot of things was going on with their children and different situations. And I explained it to my children what not to do and what they shouldn't be doing and what I'm not allowing because my kids wasn't able to run no streets. You what? 15. You in the house by nine. How did, how did Sean help you in that fashion? Oh, this Sean or my husband? Sean. Your husband Sean. Oh, he bust ass if they didn't listen. So he he put his foot down. That's right. Like he didn't play that. He, he you ain't joining no gang. You ain't doing none of that. And I wasn't playing none of that neither. I don't play. You know, people coming in my house and this, that, and the third. The most people been in here was because of Sean. Mm-hmm. You know, he do his music, whatever. He got a lot of friends. They come through. But as far as my kids, mm-mm. there's a line. It's a line. Because these kids will kill you in your own house. Mm. So, no. Mm-mm. You stay outside, you see them when you get out there. So, I'm sure these people in this area, they give you the respect, you know, you know where mm-hmm. you're from, and they look out for you, actually, as well as part of your kids. And... Yeah. They watch them grow from babies in here. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're doing a beautiful job raising them. Thank you. I'm trying. Look, <laughs> Doing great. This one is a little, yeah. Extra. Extra. Bougie. <laughs> but you got a unique brain. You got a, you got a, you're very knowledgeable, you're very educated, and you continue down that path, you're going to be a powerful, motivated mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. Keep it going. Absolutely. Yeah. Definitely. I was trying to, I try to, um, how do I say it? Like, I try to, you know, block the people that talk about me and stuff like that. Like, if anything, she not really be talking. But Don't worry the worries. Yeah. But cool. I try to put that. You know, like I you. say, children are, uh, you know, they they they're so evil. <laughs> yeah. And um, you know, she's an outgoing child. You know, these kids they be mad at you because you're an outgoing child. Definitely. You know, and that's a lot to do with it. Like all the teachers, oh, she has such an old soul, and she gravitates to the older than the ones her age. That's the problem. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we deal with that. These public schools is off the hook. These children are off the hook, and they need guidance, but they are crashing and burning early. Early. It's, it's really sad. It's really sad. Mm-hmm. Like there's people like there's a lot of rappers early, I like, man. and they end up dying. So it's like early, wrong place man. at the wrong time for saying the wrong thing. Yeah, like, you jinx yourself. And it's like. Mm-hmm. Like, there's songs about a dead 14-year-old, like, how? <laughs> yeah, they crazy. They they have no cap. 14-year-olds <laughs> getting killed. It's that line, you know, it's really not about no, the line. What the hell going on? You know, it's too many attention seekers and not yeah, enough yeah, right. wanting to be teachers. Right. So what's your definition of, of success? How would you measure it? Was it it's a double question. I mean, that's that's whatever you want it to be. Everybody's success, the way you feel success is, is not what the next person might feel. You might feel you won that something, I might feel like you didn't. So it's up to your standards as a person. I don't, I'm not judgmental to people. Um, I don't like bullies. 
that's that's a fact. <laughs> like, you know, I tell people, okay, I just stepped into this realm after losing Sean. And, you know, you got the rat people, the girls, and this, that, and the third. I said, you look like a damn fool coming at me. I just got here. You been here. It's a statement, though. They know. They see. Of course they do. We got something. <laughs> <laughs> Between real and fake, you know, we talk about past and present. We <laughs> old school and so cool. That's it. Yeah. I mean, you know, we, we did the things there was to be done in life. Um, we just need more leaders. Right. Too many followers. Too many followers. So how many songs you got on now? How many did you release after that open letter? Um, not none. I've done features. How many features you have? Mm, three. <laughs> so three more, three more. Keep going. And it's going to keep adding up. <laughs> That's right. You know, this is a hard job. I, I tip my hat off to everyone who can actually stay on point with it and keep going. It's very hard. And Sean, when I knew it was something, he would rap in his sleep. <laughs> and this wasn't happening but after years and years it started happening so it just become like second <laughs> he couldn't turn his brain off yeah, you can't turn your brain off I and mean, when you can't turn your brain off you do you know you want to smoke you got to do something to try to calm it down and shut it off and it does, still doesn't do it still doesn't do it <laughs> Was, was, was he always was he always a planning person like next one next 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 yeah he was he was getting to it he was getting to it like once he got back on the ball and you know reinvented himself um of course it had a lot to do with me because you know he would sit and I'm like hello Lightville <laughs> rent <laughs> food <laughs> baby need a pair of sh shoes okay. New phone. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, you know, keeping on him, that that made him say, you grounded you know what, him. I mean, mm-hmm. Grounded him. Mm-hmm, You have to. I mean, like I said, if you, you know, I knew this was his passion. This was his love. This is what he loved to do. Like he would always say, he loved the rap, but he hate the game. And the game part of it is what made him want to say, fuck this shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy not to compare things, but it's kind of looking at like a female on a ship. <laughs> For real. You guys are the anchor, and sometimes you got to pull up and, mm -hmm. you know what I mean, let it go a little bit. Yeah. Drop it down. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. as, as those waves clash, you know what I mean? They're still coming, so. They still coming. They going to continue to come, I guess, you know. I'm it's here. Getting, it's getting to that time of the, the episode where we're going to be coming to an end, and I'd like to try to dive a little bit into your positive mindset and, and what's one positive thing you can share with the, with the world right here? I would say um, always believe in yourself regardless of what people say or how they feel. You just keep going. Don't let nobody stop you. Um, People gonna always, they gonna talk when you're dead. They gonna talk when you're doing good. They gonna talk when you're doing bad. Um, jealousy is a motherfucker. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And so people, you just got to keep going and push through and be strong and have that strong mind to say, this is what I want to do. Fuck what they think. Because I had to deal with that same thing too. I had to learn that. I'm trying to rebuild my life and move forward as well. I'm still young. Absolutely. <laughs> well, thank you. You're welcome. Um, what's your platform people can reach you at? Bernadette Always Humble on Instagram. Bernadette and Sean Price on Facebook. Sean the Barbarian on Instagram. That's me. Oh, 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 oh